0: robot monster is a movie you've never heard of unless you're an old school mystery science theater 3000 fan and that should indicate the quality level that we're going to be dealing with here but tara's leaving and she does love terrible movies so here we are it feels a lot like just before christmas and we're actually in november so we're not that far off that right now but it feels like when you're in school just before christmas and you're not really doing any real work it's you're just kind of slacking off for that last week before the holiday starts uh that's what this feels like welcome everyone this is the atomic cinema experiment and this is tara's final movie episode she still has a countdown to do so that'll be the final episode of base that tara's on but this is your last movie review And you picked the options for the vote for the patrons, so you picked this this movie. This is a patron vote. It's a patron vote, but you picked all three options, and I've got a funny feeling that the result here would have been pretty similar, regardless of which one was the victor. So, it's a sci-fi movie (laughs) podcast? No, (laughs) Um, I don't have a clue what the other two were. It
1: was. Oh, no, it was Creaking Terror, (laughs) and it conquered the world.
0: Okay. I I was expecting you to give me shit there for not remembering, then you were like, uh, what was it? (laughs) What was it? Yeah. So this is a sci-fi movie podcast. Uh, Tara is, this is her 215th episode. It is also the final numbered episode she'll be on, because the countdown won't count as a numbered episode, but that'll be her send-off. That'll be her farewell. Uh, where she does, redoes her top 50 sci-fi movies. I mean, I could do mine as well. I don't know. i will double the length of it, though. <laughs> that's the only thing. I was getting the itch, though, because I'm doing my, my top 100 horror again with Tim, and I was like, I could do my top 50 sci-fi again. I mean, I've got a list that's sitting there, ready to go. Um,
1: <laughs> I guess. Yeah, could I guess we can do it that way if you want, but... We, we, I wanted to we be we more about I me. Don't know. <laughs> <sighs>
0: nothing's changed in the last 215 episodes i'll say that much (laughs) yes so this is kind of this this is the the slack off episode and i say that because this this movie is about 60 minutes long it's pretty much garbage very little happens and i will be surprised if we can fill 20 minutes of discussion talking about it i will be shocked (laughs)
1: Well, we'll see about that. Although I'm okay with a shorter episode too.
0: (laughs) I mean, I just, I don't see how we're going to get beyond that, but we're here to talk about Robot Monster from 1953. And the only reason why you might have heard of this is because it was an episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, which should probably indicate the level of quality that we're working with here.
1: Um, I th- I feel like Roman is is quite known for like horror fans or sci fi fans. No,
0: well, you you've not
1: seen the the monster design before.
0: Like, I've been watching horror and science fiction since I was a kid. I've been doing a horror podcast for five hundred and fifty plus episodes, a sci fi podcast for two hundred and fifteen episodes, and no, I was not familiar with Roman. Well,
1: looks like uh, Tim's going to need to find himself a replacement because that <laughs> is not very good credentials.
0: <laughs> Would you like to take bets if Tim knows what Roman is?
1: Oh, I'm sure he knows who Roman is. Hmm, I don't know if it does. Good. Send him an X.
0: <laughs> I'll I'll message him. I'll message. I'll message him right now. I'll ask him if he knows what Roman. is. I need to put in the hyphen because he'll think I'm about Romans and. We we are not that meme that men think about the Roman Empire every like ten minutes. <laughs> that was such a weird meme. Maybe other men do. I never think about the Roman yeah, it's Empire. Yeah, it's
1: been trending
0: for sure. It's odd. It's very weird. Um, but yes, I, I mean, the, the <sighs> no one cares about spoilers for this. No one <laughs> gives a okay. shit. No one cares. Well, no don't one... start
1: with the end, though. We'll leave that. Leave the end for... Because that's a big spoiler.
0: <laughs> well, I mean... I mean, something was very off about the opening, so the ending actually made a lot of sense.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Because the opening confused the shit out of me, and I was very much confused about what was going on. And then the more it settled, the more I realized, oh, nothing's going on. It is... <laughs>
1: Despite its simplicity, it actually is difficult to keep track of specifics in the film. Like especially when it comes to relationships.
0: Uh random question. Do you know who or what row hyphen man is?
1: My my money's on yes. There's no way All Tim right. doesn't know.
0: I've messaged them. It says he's awake, so hopefully I'll get a response soon. (sighs) So...
1: (laughs) I know he's a dad now, but, like... (laughs) Okay, fine, but but it's
0: it's almost 4am for me, though, okay? So my headspace (laughs) is that it's the middle of the night.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) right. (laughs) I realise that he's in funny West Coast time. So this movie is set i guess in a post-apocalypse allegedly i say allegedly because all we ever see is a field in a cave
1: <laughs> i don't even think we see a house
0: we see like a wall we see a wall <laughs> <laughs> this is like a wall yes which i presume the family live inside or behind that wall but yeah uh, we never see inside it um And it's a post apocalyptic future where an alien robot who is a monster, who is a who is a Roman, as opposed to a human, as they keep referring to the humans as.
1: What's so funny, Tara. (laughs) Just Just an anticipation of the excitement of the film talking about it.
0: Excitement's what you're feeling right now, is it? That romance. <laughs> the, what romance? There was, there was no romance. Then they the kissed and all of a sudden there was a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> the roman. He had his oh, nipples roman. out and his
1: abs were showing.
0: Okay. We're so the the design of the roman is a bigfoot costume with a space helmet.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Would you agree that's accurate? It looks like a
1: diver helmet more than space, but it's got antennae that, you know, wouldn't work underwater. But the design of it looks like an old diver helmet.
0: Oh, we have a response. Let's see what Tim has said. (laughs) He has responded with, I don't think so. Is that a subscriber?
1: (laughs) All right, well, you might want to edit this out because you guys have really lost a lot of credibility for your show. <laughs> Screams After Midnight is no longer watchable. <laughs> the whole time I'm just going to be thinking, but they don't know who Roman is.
0: <laughs> oh, dear. Right, i just... So anyway, post-apocalypse because the Romans, ha- not the Romans, the Romans have annihilated Earth with their magic rays that don't destroy buildings only destroy humans uh there's a couple other details but i'll get into that in a bit um and there's one family that have survived because the dad who is a scientist i think built a perimeter electrical fence but also a serum which made them immune to the death ray and he has yep. probably all the, the the funniest, weirdest lines of dialogue. I guess I'll give him that. Later on, when <laughs> his little girl dies and they're burying her, he says, "Like the, the little boy's, like, oh, I wish I should have played house whenever she asked." And the dad goes, "No, little little Johnny, we we enjoyed her while she was alive, but now we must <laughs> learn to live without her."
1: Like instantly not a tear for his dead daughter
0: (laughs) but even just that sense like i can't accept that someone who's whose first language is english wrote that line
1: um i think the the love interest is the slash assistant to the scientist is um has the the funniest lines when he's arguing with the with with his lady
0: with alice the older daughter Mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah it's a family the dad's a scientist he's got a wife he's got a daughter who's like an adult already she's like 20 or something and then he's got two young children one little girl and one little boy and that's her family but there's also roy who is like the assistant to the scientist there was also apparently two pilots we never see them they've already left <laughs> the time the movie starts um but yeah that's that's the same they're
1: on, they're on the space platform
0: yeah which we can that ve- looks
1: very much like a rocket <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, they kept saying space platform, and I'm like, space platform sounds like space station, but that is a toy rocket ship that I'm seeing on my screen right now. This does not compute <laughs> What what is happening. Yeah, you never see them. Uh, basically, there's one Roman on Earth who's getting communication from another Roman who's like his superior or just the one that's up on the ship or back on base or whatever telling him that he has to annihilate the last remaining humans when he finds them. But, as the plot twist would have it, when he does find them and sees them, he gets... Oh, this reminds, me. <laughs> this reminds me of actually the best line in the whole movie. The funniest, the line that made me laugh the most. And maybe it's my immature mind. But there's a scene where the older daughter, Alice, is given a speech about saving humanity or something like that. And she's like, oh, all the, all the great things about mankind the, the 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 buildings the wonders the love and she's describing all these things and then one of the things she throws in there the ability to stand erect and i'm like wait what was that what was that alice
1: <laughs> oh that's just your 12 year old lizard brain working <laughs> there's so many other better lines like the love what does that even mean
0: i know she's not talking about hard Stand
1: but... straight and and tall. <laughs> why should i be proud of that that's easy <laughs> <laughs> standing up for humanity anyway,
0: okay anyway i thought of that line because i was about to say uh roman gets a robe owner for alice and wants to king Kong her and make her his bride which goes against all of the the rules that's been set up for him so he's he's conflicted um the little boy's an idiot. And tells him, without much prompting, might I add, when he runs into Roman, he just tells him, Oh, by the way, my dad made this special serum that does this calcium thing to our, our DNA or or blood or something. And as a result, your death rate is ineffective. So, <gasps> the the Roman goes back to his superior, says this, and his superior says, Well, you'll just have to bash their hands under your hands then, won't you? Physical death then is. So, then, the, the rest of the movie... Is him running around just trying to strangle people, and it does not look convincing. I straight up thought someone survived something when they didn't. I thought a character was still alive because I thought they just get let go after a couple seconds, but it turns out that quick little bit of strangling was enough to just crush his neck.
1: Yeah, I, I- mean he's made of gorilla, and he's aerobic. If if a if a, if a Roman decides to strangle you, like, what What chance have you got? You saw those muscles.
0: Yeah, and then the kid wakes up at the end. It was all a dream. All right, well, like, that's, that's, that's the whole thing. How dare you. How <laughs> dare you
1: spoil that so quickly. That's we're not even thing. in the
0: spoiler section. That's the whole thing. We are in the spoiler <laughs> section. I said at the start, we're not going to do a spoiler-free section. No one cares.
1: Well, Rosebud is the sled, so F you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's only spoilers for this movie oh this is why you're so fired right this is this is why you're (laughs) leaving is this bullshit um yeah
1: so i i guess you didn't like it
0: (laughs) no i didn't like it it was boring as shit nothing happened boring only saving grace of this movie is that when i was at my lowest when i was like oh my god this is dragging on i checked the runtime and realized i was already halfway through and i thought oh that gives me hope that gives me some. The movie
1: hope. is sixty-two minutes, and surprisingly, it's a very long sixty-two minutes. I think because so much happens that Wait, it just n- n- feels n- n- so inundated with
0: plot, which means and characters. So, there's not so much happening. Hardly oh, anything. Yeah, there's happens. a lot that happens Hard, in this movie. Hardly anything happens. Okay oh the 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 kid's in danger oh he's he's lost the parents are worried oh no he's back he's fine oh he's went out again oh he's missing again oh he looks like he might be dead no he's fine uh but he's, he's back again and the amount of times they have the same conversation about how oh we are safe here despite the fact that the rest of the world's gone we'll be okay he won't find us oh no he might find us but our dna's been fixed so we're fine Oh no, maybe maybe like I just it it just it's so repetitive and nothing really happens for so much of the movie.
1: It does feel a lot longer than it is, but I think that the weirdness of the film, first of all, is sort of explained by the end because it does feel like it's something from the mind of a child. Um, even like the monster that shows up, the robot monster, looks like he just took pieces of toys and like, you know. Sid them together, like from toy story. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. but I, I do think it's still really enjoyable in a ridiculous sort of way. And especially when it is from the mind of a child, like sometimes the child says some things that are like, if if this is all from his mind, the things that he comes up with his family to say is pretty crazy. Um, also not all of them are actually his family. Um, but my favorite uh, my favorite line is when the um, young couple are arguing and he calls her so bossy that she ought to be milked at night, and I don't know what that means, but it sounds really vulgar.
0: Are cows bossy?
1: I don't think so.
0: I, I wouldn't have thought so either, but yeah, that, that line did stick out to me as well. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't even think there may be a couple at first. They're just bickering and there's just like awkward tension i guess and then they find it's, themselves out yeah, in the field yeah it's very
1: much she's um she's a scientist as well like she helped build the the perimeter technology um but he doesn't take her seriously because she has breast
0: well the big thing is that when they they some they, they jack into a video call with the with the roman and the roman's like i will find you i will annihilate you because you are human and they're trying to talk him down. And then when he sees Alicia, when the, the the camera goes to her, he's like, "Uh, you know what? I will negotiate, but only with Alicia. <laughs> the one I co- called Alicia, I'll negotiate with her. And then the argument comes after this because she's like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah, that sounds great. I'm a scientist. I'll go and negotiate for, for peace and whatnot. And... The, the guy roy who's i guess her love interest is like no woman you will not and even picks her up at one point to try and stop her from leaving uh and her dad's saying no so they're all just putting their foot down and saying she can't go uh which maybe could have led to a fine moment in the movie where she proves them wrong by actually accomplishing something unfortunately though the only thing she ever does with the the robot monster, uh, the the Roman himself, is be carried away and she kicks her legs like she's in an old monster movie. And she's like, ah, no!
1: Yeah. She's smiling big the whole time, too. She looks like she's having a fun
0: time. Oh, I'm sure the actress is having a ball. <laughs> I'm sure there was much wine consumed on set. She,
1: she gets tied up and
0: he oh, King you King. Know,
1: unlatches part of her dress. And... Um... Then I like, gets a call from his boss and he doesn't know what to do. And he's kind of looking back and forth like he's got caught in the act or something. Um, it's, it's kind of adorable. Actually, he sort of acts like a <laughs> like a panicked like kid. Like, oh, no, I've got myself into something. I don't know how, how to get out of. Um, I think romance actually kind of a sympathetic monster in a way, even though he kills like two billion people.
0: I actually fact-checked that when he said he's killed 2 billion and he's only got 8 people left. I went and checked to see how many people there were around this time period, and I checked for 1950, which is a couple of years before this, but close enough. Uh, yeah, 2.5 billion, so that's actually pretty close.
1: Yeah. yeah. I imagine that would be an easy thing for them to figure out when they were making the movie, too.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure it was public knowledge. I'm, I'm not debating... Uh, like I, I, just I assu- think we're
1: at, what, 8 or 9 now?
0: Uh, we're at 8. But I I just assumed that they wouldn't have bothered checking and it sounded a bit low to me. I just, it felt like, wait, if we really went from two to eight in this like, span boomers. of time, and we did, we did, we we just only went yeah. from 2.5 billion Food to- Food
1: technology increased and obviously, you know, medicine, stuff like that, people just die less.
0: Life expectancy is in a better place. So that's the good mm-hmm. side of it
1: sure
0: there's also, i love living but there's also a lot of orphans and shit <laughs> which is, is the less nice part of it
1: yeah
0: i don't know what sort of big serious point i was trying to make there just i don't know either <laughs> but i'm just i I'm just you know uh there's too many people okay just uh
1: okay
0: yeah planet suffering humans uh yeah It'd be cold a little bit. <laughs> Are
1: you? Oh, okay. you have a Thanos proposition or like a like a ZPG prop proposition?
0: More Thanos. Although I don't like the idea of it being random. I think I should get a pick. Ah, uh,
1: <laughs> there it is again.
0: <laughs> I've got a
1: list. <laughs> um, am I on it?
0: You're on or one. Which of, one? You're on one of two lists. Yes. <laughs>
1: Um okay. I I I think Roman is kind of uh sweet <laughs> despite him <laughs> killing uh 2 billion people on the planet. I think when he is um he's got his his lady that he's confused by with him and he's like sort of walking around like he doesn't know what to do his boss is calling. He knows he's going to get in trouble that he has his lady here, but he has these feelings. She's sort of convinced him through the power of conversation um, and sex appeal, that that these humans maybe are not worth killing and destroying. Maybe some of them are, should be allowed to live, even though he's killed 99.999% of them already. Um, and when you think about it, he's kind of like a proto-Borg. You know well he, he, he has
0: he tries he's to... got the organic
1: and mixed in with the mechanical and the and the hive mind it, mentality
0: yeah yeah very good uh, he, he's, he's got rules he tries to bluff his way around by saying he's only got four people left to kill and the boss is like five no no four i think one should be kept alive just in case we're the human being after the fact we don't want to like extinct them and then we don't
1: yeah we don't know the rules of this planet like it's good to have one like a guide
0: <laughs> and uh he tries to convince that she's up, and he's like he still doesn't want to kill her but after he hangs up the phone call he turns to her and says i will not kill you but i will kill you your brother <laughs> so don't, don't be mad at me <laughs> for that and then walks off to kill the brother which he doesn't do but he kills the little sister which leads to the aforementioned scene where the parents are burying her and the dad says that really weird line about enjoying dad's her Dad's
1: over it instantly Yeah. Well at least they didn't kill my son.
0: Yeah. Uh, which I suppose (laughs) I already had
1: two daughters, we're good.
0: I suppose it does put it in perspective though, if this is the boy's dream that he's literally dreaming that his sister's one of the people who's killed off.
1: He's probably well, yeah, he probably doesn't understand the concept of death anyway.
0: No, he's a little sociopath. This is this is a serial killer in the main. Oh yeah. That's my thinking. Yeah, so to go back to the start of the movie, because the start of the movie has this kid go to this cave, and there's two archaeologists there that he befriends, and he's sort of chatting to them, and then his mum and the mum and the, the little girl show up there because I don't think she's actually his sister in the real world. I think mean, that's just in the the dream that it's his sister, and they go back to their picnic blanket, and then he wanders off again, and there's a flash of lightning, and there's some shots of like prehistoric animals wrestling
1: i think they're just lizards yeah that they have fight um they weren't but...
0: real though those were like and inst- that was like puppets or something was it no that? they
1: were like they're like mini um some sort of they, they were real animals
0: are they really? oh, i don't know a bit i f- mean, to me.
1: later on we get some some uh stop motion <laughs> dinosaurs but these yeah. ones are real yeah
0: Yeah, you're not trying to tell me the Triceratops was real. I'll I'll, I'll argue with you on that.
1: No. Although there is like an armadillo that they put spikes on. (laughs) (laughs) Wandering around. Oh, and I think this movie came out in 3D originally. So I think a lot of the stuff that happens in it also is meant to be like, oh, because it's supposed to be seen in
0: 3D. But most of the movies, people just standing in a field or next to a wall talking.
1: I know. I wish I could have watched it in 3D.
0: Oh, wow, you can really tell they're in front of that wall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, wonders never cease.
1: it will be like we're really there.
0: But th- then the kid wakes up, and we quickly get told that, you know, billions of people are dead. And I'm like, wait, was it the apocalypse before he get knocked in his head? So I was, I mean, I think the ending, shit, don't get me wrong. This whole, it was just a kid's dream the whole time. is terrible. But it did at least explain the opening and explain that weird transition, which mm-hmm. wasn't clicking for him at the time um
1: i i think that's part of like the romance um way of el- illuminating earth is that it unleashed dinosaurs on it and then also the death rays.
0: yes yes cats just like dinosaurs that's how i read they that. do
1: they have extra dinosaur toys around you know that's how you play it, it sounds very much like this this script is very much like, I'm just going to record what my kid says when he plays in the sandbox, and then I'll make that a movie.
0: <laughs> I'll I'll be honest, it was hard to pay complete attention to a lot of this.
1: Don't worry, I've watched this movie many times.
0: Yeah. I feel like I've already brought up everything I could possibly bring up about it, <laughs> Like, what else is there to talk about?
1: <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, so I wanted to make the point about the Borg. I did that. Um, Check. The dinosaur stuff is cool. Uh, yeah, good movie. Um, <laughs> thanks for taking it seriously and not <laughs> turning it into, like, an extra-reels.
0: <laughs> this is an extra-reels movie, though. You know it is.
1: <laughs> this might be, like, one of the first extra-reels-style, like, so bad it's good movie.
0: That can't be true, is it? Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty early
1: on, yeah.
0: There might as bad movies from the forties and thirties. There must be,
1: yeah. I, I mean, I think Ed Wood is before this, even. But I mean, it's a pretty early on film where it just sort of got a reputation.
0: Yeah, I suppose. Um, it. It. I think the problem with it is that there's no real standout moments. Like uh, there's other like mo- so bad they're good movies where. There's moments that I, like... E- even though it's bad and there's a lot of goofy stuff, right? I, I'll, there'll still be, like, a, a through line that I can follow. Or if it's not a through line, there's at least a sort of, like, train of insanity as it goes from one idea to the next. The mm-hmm. problem with this is that th- there's never, like, a new idea, really. Like, once it establishes the premise, like, in this post-apocalyptic future, very little happens or changes from then until the end. Roman wants to kill the humans. And he tries... He fails. He tries again. He succeeds with one or two of them, and it just keeps going. Like uh, that's it. There's there's no new twists and well, introduced. Yeah, it
1: turns out it's not really a science fiction movie. It's actually more of a fantasy film, right? Because like the kid has to go have his nap time. Like he's going to have a picnic in a rock quarry with his with his very old mother and sister, and then they're going to have a nap after. And then the nap is what triggers the imagination of the kid, because immediately after the, he wakes up from the nap, he heads towards the cave, and we see the the the, the lizards be unleashed from the sky. <laughs> so, so it, it's it's almost like a proto Star Wars in a way.
0: <laughs> don't don't
1: make with me with a hint of a hint of Wizard of Oz.
0: Don't make me defend Star Wars. don't turn that into this. Like. I just, I, I, nothing really progresses throughout the movie. It feels like it's going in circles with no variation in location, yeah, I mean, no variation in plot. You're just kind of waiting for things it, it to happen. It took me like
1: four times trying to watch this movie where I, I didn't understand the relationship of the scientist to the kid. Like, because it seems very early on that they're not related, but then suddenly he's his dad. So that if you don't, if you're not following the whole like plot line, even though I know the ending, I'm just like, okay, but is he a family member or is he not? Like, do they already know each other or don't they? Um, And it, <laughs> so, yeah, this is your first try. So that's why you're you're struggling. But like, as you watch it again and again, you're like, okay, I can see where things like the, in his mind, because he says in the in the opening, like, oh, will I have a dad again one day. And then the next scene, he has a dad and it's the professor. Oh, like this kid like is going through stuff like he in his in his subconscious, like he's filling that fatherly role with this, you know, this man who speaks with authority and is the, the lead of this expedition to this cave where they're finding some cool stuff. Like everything is influenced by the boy from the beginning, from the opening, like 10 minutes of the film. Even Roman has, like, a bubble machine, you know? And it looks awesome. But, like, that's because the kid likes bubbles. So, you know, there's a lot happening here. There's a lot of subtext and nuance. And I I know you like a good bottle movie, so I'm really surprised that you seem to be so negative. (laughs) Plus, we always complain about creature design. First of all,
0: all, it's not a bottle movie. It happens to only have two locations, really, but it's not a bottle movie. Uh, Secondly... (laughs) Uh, <laughs> the, the bubble machine right is looks cool I don't understand like what, what, that's just a well, weird statement especially for 3D
1: watchers right
0: right <laughs> they could just have real bubbles like the whole point of seeing a 3D movie is to see things that you can't see in real life you could just get bubbles in real life bubbles are not hard to come by right
1: that's not a point of a 3D movie and you know it
0: Look. look, you can't just throw the words subtext and nuance around because you've heard me say them in this movie <laughs> and pretend that those words actually apply to anything here. Okay? You can't.
1: I feel like I made a pretty good case. <laughs> I mean, look, the, bo- the boy is troubled, okay? His his mom makes makes him have a picnic and and nap outside with his whole family. There's no father figure there. He's the only boy. He's surrounded by three women. You know, he's desperate for attention for a fatherly figure. He's going around, he doesn't want to play house, like he's just he's got all this fem- female energy around him and finally he when he gets an escape, it's in his dreams. And that's where he gets monsters and robots and aliens and d- death and, d-
0: and destruction yes, okay. and chaos okay. and
1: a father at the end you know
0: okay at the end of the movie when he's woken up and they invite the scientist and his helper to come to dinner they say yes implying that maybe he's going to hook his mum and this guy up he's going to set them yep. up maybe that's the thing maybe he's going to get his happy ending he's got his new daddy yep. doesn't make any of this good doesn't make it any Although, of this entertaining. I
1: mean, it is a little intimidating at the end of that cuz you're like, "Oh, we have to watch out for Roman." Oh, you. <laughs> and they all walk away and then Roman comes out of the cave three times.
0: Yeah, that's just a little scare for the audience at the end. I didn't In 3D. I right? didn't take that as a literal He's st- he's really there in the cave.
1: Well, maybe Roman represents something. And so the end of the film was like trying to tell us like maybe it represents climate change so like oh yeah everything's safe and whoa, we're about whoa, to make whoa, our whoa, happy whoa, whoa, family whoa, whoa. No, together Tara, Tara. and then all of a sudden Tara, ta, ta, boom ta,
0: ta, shut, shut,
1: climate change sh- destruction sh- the zip, end of humanity z- zip, 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 zip. What? This, this is why i have to quit
0: <laughs> okay assuming you started that bullshit there and you said what if you represent something i thought what you were going to try and bullshit me was that he represents bullshit. the inner monster of the child that will be unleashed if he doesn't get this fulfilled part of his life, and then you hit me with.
1: Yeah, I like that interpretation mm. also.
0: But then you hit me with climate change, and I don't even see how you could like bullshit your way to climate change with Roman.
1: I feel like I just did.
0: No, but you didn't. weren't listening. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, what you said has some, you know nuanced sub- te- subtext <laughs> as well
0: I can't swear in this episode. I really want to swear. I want to be mean
1: why why this is a fun movie with a fun back and forth discussion about what you know themes and representation
0: This movie does know. not have themes, okay? There's no themes to be found in robot Monster.
1: I think you just you aren't seeing it because you don't want to. <laughs>
0: Look, I will give you one thing. This kid, yes, wants a father figure. I will agree that is the that is there. That is in the movie. That is absolutely a thing that the movie's doing. Yeah. The monster looks like shit. He moves like shit. The fight scenes where he's fighting Roy is terrible. And this is the one where when he kills Roy, I thought he didn't kill him. I thought he just dropped him after a, a little bit of strangling. Because the way the Pushed actor, Crushed his
1: larynx first, yeah,
0: yeah. But the way the actor fell looked like he was still alive. It because the actor was still alive. I would like to imagine.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, but um, it's 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 just really poor. It's poor in every capacity. Well, I mean,
1: he he is alive for a little bit because he goes and warns the the, the elderly couple with with very small children that uh, hey uh, romance coming, romance coming, and then he dies. Blah, and then the professor scientist archaeologist guy says he's dead i'm over it
0: (laughs) it's bad acting it has a plot that has no momentum and never picks up any steam never really goes anywhere it's got awful looking like effects whenever something does pop up right none of that looks good performances are not good like there's no interesting locations it's mostly in a field like this 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 is this is bottom of the barrel stuff like that this is <laughs> like normally when you've got a movie that has no resources they try and make up for it with skill with a good script and you know inventive filmmaking to try and tell a story with no you know with nothing but like one house or something but here no 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 we don't get that we get just what will affect because this this is back in the day where it was harder to make something so just the fact that they were able to get a camera and record sound in 1953 was enough to get it into a theater right that was enough to get it past the the quality standards because no people people just couldn't go out and make their own low budget things back in those days in the same way that they could even later and say the 80s right where things were a bit more accessible and obviously they're even more accessible now. Any asshole can just whip out their phone now and try and make a movie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're looking at me all, all judgy. Like, you know this is shit. You knew what this episode was going to be when you picked three options that were all Mystery Science Theater episodes.
1: I don't think you can accuse me of not enjoying this film.
0: I'm not accusing you of that. I know you like shit, right? (laughs) What I am saying is, is you cannot act surprised. You cannot pretend that I am being preposterous. You you cannot give me shit for this. You can't. Because you knew what this was going to be.
1: I haven't been giving you any shit, honestly. Like, I think I've been very well behaved. Maybe I have a look of silent judgment on my face. I can't help it. You know, does, I'm not a very does good that,
0: actor. There's an implication. Yes. I can see it in the face.
1: Well, I'm just going to have to hard disagree. I think this movie <laughs> is 62 minutes of pure entertainment and joy. And it's magical. It's got every genre in it. If you ask me, it's romance, sci-fi, horror, comedy. Um, there's, the drama family drama like you could share this it. it's g-rated you know it's it's scary but it's not too scary so you can have you can have it um with the kids around it is from the mind of a child musical so western very, uh thriller maybe
0: western it's very dusty war i'm just blaming all the genres that you you haven't war. said
1: we actually get like a terminator 2 scene uh you know where we see the destruction of cities
0: well we see a bright light flashing on a city our model say.
1: So. <laughs> we see little little explosions too.
0: From yeah. far away. Some stock footage, no doubt, that's been superimposed. <laughs>
1: hey, how are we gonna make a movie?
0: Mm.
1: Whatever it takes, so long as the message isn't lost. And I think the message comes through quite clear in this. Which is don't forget about your young men in your
0: life. <sighs> I'm just letting all the all the things I can't say on YouTube just filter through my brain before I finally say what I want to say. Um, Wait, to me or to the movie? Oh, to you. to Definitely to you.
1: <laughs> just waiting to see my, my top 50 list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are you rating this?
1: Well, I think it's fitting that this is the last movie, (laughs) so I can bookend the the reviews. Wait, it's a (laughs) ten. No, no, no! You're just this movie is so much fun. It is such a classic monster science fiction film. It really is like you can see the the framework that other science fiction films will will build upon, like Star Wars. Um, there's even a bit of never-ending story in this, which mm. I think is really cool. Um, the only thing I don't like about it, but it is a product of his time, of course. I don't like it when real animals are used, and I certainly don't like it when they are used to fight each other. I think that's pretty disgusting. But, you know, it's a product of his time. I am just going to... You know, I've always been myself on the show, and I am so glad that the voters picked this one. The patron voters, you, you know, I love you guys. Thank you so much for picking this movie, and so that I can end on a high. Hi, hey, Kitty.
0: Ten out of ten is. I feel like you've just invalidated every opinion you've ever given on this show with that.
1: <laughs> That's big talk coming from you after. Uh, <laughs> The whole I don't know who Roman is. <laughs> <laughs> I just Big Talk,
0: okay. This, this is absolutely absurd. You're you're doing this because it's your last episode, you know you're getting a rise out of me that you don't believe it's a ten. There's not a fibre you're being that you'd know it's not a ten. You don't believe that at all. I've it's in my letterbox. This is a two out of ten, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it's that bad. It's the, it's that garbage. That it it's trash. Okay? You don't
1: deserve a show.
0: It's absolute trash. <laughs> I, I can accept liking a bad movie, but actually trying to claim that it is. You know, a 10. it's so
1: strange because you almost had it. You, you were almost there. I said, "What is, what is a Roman really representing? And you went into this beautiful <laughs> soliloquy about the analysis of what truly happens inside of a young man when he has no father figure. And I almost got emotional. And yet, a two out of ten. Unbelievable.
0: Oh, if I make you cry before the end of this review, then I'll be a happy man. <laughs> oh yes <laughs> if she cries we can kill her <laughs> I'll <Wait. laughs> I was, I was try to paraphrase Predator okay <laughs> <laughs> you'll know
1: when I cry because I do have bright green uh, tears yes. <laughs> that come out of my tear
0: well I've never seen a Predator cry actually I don't know if, because our, our tears aren't the same colour as our blood so it doesn't necessarily track that their tears should also be green
1: No, that's really a flaw of the film, if you ask me.
0: You didn't see him cry, though.
1: What are you talking
0: about? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I don't recall the scene where he starts crying his eyes out, wanting to go home because he misses his predator mummy.
1: (laughs) Maybe the next (sighs) sequel.
0: This is... I think it's quite sad that the final movie that Tara ever does in this show has been this train wreck of an episode this has not been exemplary of what you've actually contributed to this show over the past 214 episodes but you wanted a movie like this you got a movie like this i hope you're happy tara
1: yeah it feels pretty good
0: (laughs) i hope you're happy well like i said uh tara is going to have a countdown of our top 50 sci-fi movies It'll be a redo, of course, from something she did way back in the first year of the show. Um, I should be able to tell so many you
1: more movies. Two hundred fifteen movies we've watched since then. Yeah, uh, not all of them are new, but
0: yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know if I've got a record of your old list to check, like how far things have moved up and down. Because I've done that for me and Tim for the screams one. Because I, I, it was easy to get a hold of it because I had there was like a, a list on the screen at one point. Mm. Uh, but be interesting to see how things have moved potentially since the last time you did it so we'll see uh it's worth mentioning though, know, depending on when we get that recorded um that may actually come after the first episode of the new era uh the countdown episode may actually come after david's first ace episode <laughs> but that's okay that's okay
1: oh i think that's good so that my audience doesn't abandon you guys at least not without <laughs> seeing what david offers at the ace first
0: I mean, there's pros and cons when comparing you two. But this review has definitely made me appreciate David just at least a little bit more. Oh, well. But yes, Countdown with Tara will be our final Ace episode. And that is coming soon. So look forward to that. Uh, the first episode with David, episode 216 of the Atomic Cinema Experiment, is Infinity Pool, and you can expect that on the first week of December. So, look forward to that. Fun shall be had.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it, but it looks like a gross movie.
0: Well, it's the same director's possessor, so, yeah.
1: That's a gross movie.
0: Yeah. It was a good movie, but though. That I liked. Yeah, it was a good mm-hmm. movie. So see what i thought of infinity pool when the time comes uh but yes uh you can of course support the show uh by liking it on youtube helps more people find it uh rate the podcast on itunes or wherever you your podcast from but you can support us most of all over at patreon.com slash tv and get a bunch of bonuses for your trouble uh there's several monthly shows on there that are exclusive as a, a bonus episode of screams after midnight every month or horror movie podcast and uh, me and david do two shows monthly we do the criterion Cut where we review movies from the Criterion collection and we do extra reels where we review movies like this one on a monthly basis some of the worst movies some of the worst movies of all time Uh, this month's movie was the guy from Harlem on extra reels (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) that's
1: so good you're welcome
0: there are no words what, for what
1: why I, why did everything why did everything go silent
0: <laughs> because i've got violent thoughts Tara. i've got violent,
1: violent. Thoughts, yes. looks like you need an archaeologist in your life these
0: violent delays have violent ends <laughs> uh yeah and we're doing a talking cat in december so that's, that's a christmas treat for you uh, look forward to that i guess uh so yes go check all out all
1: curated by me by the way
0: yes yes tara picks most of the x reels episodes for now <laughs> anyway that's the show thank you very much for joining us uh, tara has one more episode left um and that is that's the countdown although there is one final bonus episode left as well for patreon actually Uh we're going to be doing hollow man 2 so that'll be up uh, soon that'll probably be up before the countdown episode's out so uh, that make sense. go look for that if you wish to see that final so actually the final movie you're doing is actually hollow man 2 technically now i'm thinking about it which mm-hmm. i don't expect to be mu- yeah but that's patron yeah you know. but i don't expect that'll be much better than this movie but it almost but it can be worse like it has to be a little bit better at least
1: i don't expect it to be better than Robot. <laughs> i mean there. christian slater i mean it's 10 be out of 10 but
0: still 10 out of 10 you don't know my numbers you're terrible with numbers okay i don't want why i have to mansplain numbers okay but you don't get them you don't understand them. <laughs> um
1: i'm pretty sure i understand how a rating system works
0: i beg to differ i've seen some of your five stars on letterbox i don't think you understand at all uh pish posh delusional delusional. <laughs> anyway that is the show thank you very much for joining us keep watching science fiction Although better than this, obviously, in computer at Salsa.